From the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for June 25th, 2008. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Will Perry, and Walter Eccles. John Magi and Kevin Close are on vacation this week, and they'll actually be calling in a little later on in the show. This week, Corey Martin will tell us about the pools at the moderate resorts on Disney property as part of his ongoing series. And as part of her ongoing series, Julie Martin will have her next installment on uh, Disney weddings. This week, she'll talk about weddings on board the Disney Cruise Line. All that plus the news and roundtable rapid fire on this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged. Uh, getting started with uh, housekeeping, just a couple of things um, I want to discuss. Um, I had posted on the boards uh, earlier today that uh, we were going to be testing out the phone system. Um, for those of you not following along the last few weeks, we just recently bought a talk show system uh, and put it here in the studio. And uh, we decided to do our, our first real test of it today. We did have some problems with all of the phone lines ringing in properly, but uh, other than that, it went really, really well. It went a lot better than I expected. We actually talked to about 11 of our listeners. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, it went well enough that we're going to put that up as a separate show. That'll be up on Friday. So you'll have the uh, uh, this show, the discussion show on Wednesday, our email show on Thursday, and our uh, talk show, I guess, <laughs> whatever I'm going to end up call calling in. that, our call-in show on Friday. So that was a lot of fun. We had a good time with that. Gave away a lot of prizes. A lot of prizes. John's going to kill me when he gets back. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I do want to mention is um, the podcast awards are going to be coming up, uh, or at least nominations for the podcast awards will be coming up in the next few weeks. And uh, last year it was very nice. A lot of our listeners nominated us, and we were in the running for Best Travel Podcast. And um, given the circumstances of the last six to eight weeks, um, I've decided that uh, we're not going to participate this year. Uh, the show's undergoing a lot of changes right now. Um, that and the fact that I think it would be a little unseemly for us to... I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me without Bob here to, you know, hawk for an award. Uh, the show is changing. We're doing something different. Um, I'd rather be judged next year on the merits of what we do rather than, um, how do I put it, a sympathy vote. Um, over Bob's passing. Uh, it's not how we want to do it. And just with the stuff that's going on, I just feel it's better. I don't want to focus on that right now. I want to focus on continuing to develop the show and coming up with some new ideas. And then once I've done that, then, you know, next year. Uh, but this year I, I've just decided that we're just going to take a back seat and uh, hopefully one of, the other, one of our other Disney podcasts will win. Uh, whichever Disney podcasts are nominated, uh, we will absolutely be mentioning them and telling you to go out and vote for them. Uh, we're not going to take a side on who we want to win. We're just going to let you guys know about it. Um, another uh, thing I want to mention is I want to send out some condolences and a get well to our friend Yvette in the Netherlands. Yvette lost her father uh, very recently and right on top of that had to have eye surgery, so she's been laid up. She posted about it on the board. She's been having a rough a rough run, and we just want you to know, Yvette, we're thinking about you. Our hearts go out to you, and uh, we offer you our condolences. We know that it must be tough 
Um, I know for, from personal experience how difficult it is to lose a parent regardless of how old they were. It's just very, very tough. So we're thinking about you, and we hope, uh, we hope you're doing all right. Please uh, send us an email and let us know how you're doing. Uh, also want to remind everyone that Wednesday nights at 8.45 is 8.45 Eastern Time, p.m., is our Diz Unplugged chat in the Diz chat room. We are we do have a link to that on the show notes page. It's a permanent link, so you can always find it. And uh, at least a few of us are always in there. I know John and Kevin are always in. And uh, Corey and Julie will stop by on occasion. I haven't done it yet. And speed read. Yeah. Speed read, yeah. I don't type that fast. I mean, I do when I'm sending an email, but when I'm trying to keep up with people who are doing finger exercises and practicing all day long for that, yeah. <laughs> it's no. a lot of fun, though. It's a lot of fun. Finger exercises. Seriously, they talk about it on the boards. I could do those. It's called cracking <laughs> like, your knuckles. You know, that, that wouldn't bother me. Up and down. Up and down. <laughs> I broke a sweat. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's going on every Wednesday at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time. There's also a link to it from the boards. At the top left-hand side, you'll see a little link called chat. Cool. Cool. So we hope to see you guys in chat next week. And unless anybody else has a uh, rapid fire or a uh, housekeeping. <laughs> no. I'm a little ahead of myself here. All right. We're going to go ahead and move on to the news. Uh, first story this week, a tourist getting cash from an ATM located in the lobby of the Royal Plaza Hotel was robbed. A 20, the 24-year-old victim had withdrawn the cash when she was struck by a man who was standing near a courtesy phone right by the ATM. Those who saw the incident said the man ran into a gray four-door Honda Civic that was waiting for him. The robbery took place shortly after midnight, and the police are looking for suspects now. Um, listen, folks, really and truly, I know it's Disney World, and I know that you know you think everything is safe, and for the most part it is. But especially for women, I really recommend not going by yourself to an ATM anywhere at midnight. Especially um, not at midnight. My gosh. Yeah. And even if you, during the daytime at your bank or wherever you are, keep your eye on that mirror that, that looks behind you. I do, always. I, you know, even if it's the next person waiting in line, you don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, I'm a safety girl. I keep mace on my keychain. I have a stun gun. Um, Don't mess with them. Nobody's getting their hands on me. (laughs) (laughs) But in this day and age, and I mean, even before now, you just, especially women, we're targets, we're easy prey, so to speak. Be aware. I bought my sister a stun gun, too. Like here, she goes. What's this? Just giving out prizes. Corey's giving out prizes. (laughs) (laughs) We want a stun gun. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't believe that that this happened in the lobby of the hotel. I mean, I guess you would. I would have felt safe. You feel somewhat safe in the lobby. I mean, I would imagine there were hotel desk clerks around. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty brazen. It's a pretty brazen thing to do. Yeah. But obviously this person thought he could get away with it and did, or at least for the time being. But uh, they say they're looking for a Hispanic man between the ages of 25 and 35 with short, dark hair and a goatee. Just describe 25% of the people in Orlando. (laughs) What kind of car was it, though? uh, Gray Honda Civic. A four-door gray Honda Civic. Well, hopefully the, the security camera on the ATM got a shot of him. Or at least the security cameras inside the hotel. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So just be careful. Be careful. I know it's it's tempting to think that, you know, it's Disney and everything's wonderful. But, you know, we have crime here. It's not bad. I, I won't say that the crime on Disney property is bad. Uh, not like it is in downtown Orlando. 
Um, Let's see, a lot of people let their guard down when they're when they're on Disney property. Right. Like, you know, I'm pretty cautious, and I think on Disney property, I would probably be more lax than I normally yeah. would. Like, yeah, and Walter, you you really are your safety cautious. boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I worked in corrections for 15 years, so yeah. I work with people who rob people all day long. So I'm real cautious about yeah. going to ATMs and stuff like that. Yeah, when, when Walter's he, like, "You look shady." No, when, <laughs> no, when he and I when he and I first met, he walked around my house and was like, "Okay, you need to s- stop doing this. You need to change that. Lock this." And I'm like, wow, you're paranoid. He's like, work around the people I have to work around. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to an ATM. Are you going at night? Well, no, you better not go. <laughs> it's like, no, you can't do stuff like that. Oh, yeah, no. He's yelled at me about that. But I'm, I'm good. I've gotten very good with that. He's I no longer – I won't go alone anymore. If somebody else is here, I'll have them go with me and act as my bodyguard. <laughs> Definitely, like, like Will, Like Will, you know, shoot him. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. God forbid. Yeah, definitely survey the scene, you know. I wouldn't be a very big shield. No, he would not. <laughs> you don't have you don't have to be. You just got to take the first one. Give time. I can throw your body on them and run away. Okay. So, you know that's part of being low man on the totem pole when you come to work for me. You do have to be cannon fodder for any attack. I'm buying a vest today. I'll go he's getting it. he's getting, he's breaking out the Kevlar. <laughs> oh Lord! All right. Well, you know, along the same lines as that that last story, uh, Patrick Nose. I believe that's how it's pronounced. N O Z E. A manager at Disney's Wilderness Lodge Resort is under arrest following his alleged use of a guest's credit card. According to authorities, Nose removed the card from the wallet of a guest and used it to pay $1,200 in car repairs. What an idiot. Patrick knows nothing. Yeah, really. <laughs> right? yeah. The uh, mechanic at the, uh, the mechanic uh, stated that Nose claimed he was authorized to use the card. Charges uh, against him include grand theft, fraud, forgery, and stolen property. Nose has been placed on administrative leave by Disney pending the outcome of the investigation. Really and truly. You know, when, I mean, I, I understand. You know what? If, you're, you, you, if you don't have a lot of money, if you're working paycheck to paycheck, you know, I've been there. We've all been there. And, you know, you need $1,200 worth of repair, repairs to your car, to, you know, for whatever reason, but presumably to get to work. You know, Desperation sometimes will lead people to do things that they wouldn't otherwise do. But how did you expect not to get caught? Know, right. really. Did you think that you know the guests weren't going to notice the charges? Did you think that they weren't going to you know they, they see where it was charged? They you know they're going to mechanic. Yeah, I mean, I'd be very upset with that mechanic. I mean, how how reputable is this person if they're like, oh, it says George Washington, your name's Patrick Nose. Okay, give him a give him a muffler. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. You know, it doesn't always work, but um, in addition to signing our name on the back of our credit cards, I also write check ID really big with a Sharpie marker. You know, it's just a another yeah. way to protect yourself yeah. well, and your all, money. We always thank the clerks who actually ask for ID because they really should be asking. Right. Mm-hmm. I know some people give them a hard time, but that's really ridiculous. It's like, please ask me for ID. If you're when in doubt, just ask. I'll, I'll show it to you. So when now, in doubt, pull it out. <laughs> Oh my! You read my mind. No. Well, guess what? I had your ID. Guess what? Oh, Julie's gonna we got a new. We got a new. We got a new sound bite. We got a new sound bite for the 360. When in doubt, pull it out. Oh, really. oh, I feel bad for those people though. Um, we've. I know my purse has been stolen directly out of our car, and they spent all kinds of money. They went grocery shopping, put gas in their car, um, went to like the mall. I'm like, I couldn't do those things. What made you think you could? <laughs> unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. But, you know, again, 
And this was not something the guest could have done anything differently. No. Guest is not at fault here at all. No. Um, and, but, like I said, you know, I, I, just because it's Disney doesn't mean, you know, real life doesn't creep in. You know, you know let it be said very clearly, Disney does a tremendous job uh, with security. I don't think any company, any public place is more secure than Disney World is. And, I mean, they're so... They're so well-known and respected for their security procedures that after 9-11, the Department of Defense and the CIA came to them. How do you do it? How do you, how do you manage hundreds of thousands of people a day coming in and out of your theme parks and your resorts and keep everybody safe? So, but you know, things like this unfortunately do happen. I think they should boutique them, then send them to jail. <laughs> give them a princess, give them a princess makeover. The belle of the ball. <laughs> teach you a lesson. You're going to be the belle of cell block H. Oh <laughs> uh, well, on a uh, our, our last story this week has nothing to do with with robberies or crime, although visually this might be a crime against humanity. We're not sure yet, but a Singapore company is expected to announce the construction of a giant wheel on Orlando's International Drive. The structure resembles a Ferris wheel and will be approximately 500 feet high. The giant wheel will have glass-encased capsules, which will be capable of holding up to 40 guests in each unit. The London Eye, a similar wheel, attracts over 3.5 million British tourists annually. I guess there's nothing else to do in Great Britain. <laughs> the 3.5 million people To ride the go giant eye. Ride the freakish Ferris wheel. <laughs> I'm um, excited. I, I want to ride it. The, of course you do. Of course you do. Uh, these wheels are also located in Dubai, Beijing, Berlin, and Singapore, and it is expected that local contractors uh, will be hired well, they, to construct the wheel. Well, when we did the Sky Coaster, they say on a clear night you can see from coast to coast. So I wonder if, I'm sure on this, you'll be able to see from coast to coast on a clear night when you're all the way up there. No. You'll be able I, to see that giant wheel from the Sky Coaster. You guys can tell me all about it. <laughs> That's going to be fun. I, Will not be anywhere. I won't even stand near something that tall. It just it freaks me out. It just heights. I'm in afraid general. of heights too. I'm terrified of heights. So. I like Ferris wheels, but I like it that there are only two people in the car normally. Why are you snickering over there? Corey, Will, and I are going to go. With it. We're going to do it. We'll do it. We're going to check it out. It's a big Ferris wheel, guys. Come on. Mm. Glass and ca- capsules. Glass. That thing falls, you're gonna die and be shredded by glass with four. It wouldn't people. matter what it's made of. <laughs> if it crashes, you're dead anyway. It could be titanium. Metal. It's not gonna matter. Five hundred feet, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. If that thing breaks loose, it's how, all over. How tall was the sky coaster? Was it three hundred? Three hundred feet? Yeah, this is five hundred feet. Big. That's pretty. I mean, pretty, that's pretty far uh, up pretty, there. Yeah. If I'm if I'm up five hundred feet, we're gonna be able to see it from our house. <laughs> I don't know. Well, don't yeah, quote me that, on that. I'm not sure. That's what I mean, though, is to that, check it out. you know, I'm not sure aesthetically how this is going to look with this big thing on International Drive. It wouldn't be any worse than those horrible, like, cheesy tourist shops that are painted yeah, red, white, and blue with big eagles on top of them. But, but you can't sticking out the side. You can't see those from 25 miles <laughs> yeah, away. This true. is true. Okay. <laughs> if I'm in the Magic Kingdom, I can't see those yeah. shops. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting to see because this is going to be seen from just about everywhere. Where are they putting this on iDrive? I don't know exactly where. It doesn't say. It just says it will be on iDrive. I guess it doesn't matter, really. Um, I'm figuring it's probably. <laughs> we'll, well, no. I mean, you've got the Plaza International section. I'm pro- it sounds like this is something that would go on Plaza International, not the cheesy tourist yeah. side. There's no um, room on the cheesy tourist side. No, there's not that much room on Plaza International. They must be getting rid of something. Um but I don't know. It, it, it should be interesting to see. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't think we need a 500-foot-tall Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Some Ferris wheel on steroids or something. It's, it's little, just ridiculous. A overkill. Yeah. It is. Just a bit. Just a bit. So, all right. Well, that will do it for the news this week. We're going to move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire. And I am going to go first. Uh, the Scholastic Summer Reading uh, Program is going on right now with a chance to win, with a sweepstakes for a chance to win a Walt Disney World vacation. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what this is, um, other than it's trying to get your kids to read through the summer. And uh, they you know, keep a reading log and go online and, I guess, share what they read and what they learned. And at some point in this process, we have it, we have it all on the website. We'll have a link to it in the show notes page. But it sounds like it's a really a cool idea yeah. for you know kind of keeping your kids reading through the summer. It's one of the big problems, especially if your children are, are struggling in school. That they've always said that that period, you know, with their offer summer vacation, they slide back. Right. And this would be a very good way to keep them keep them going. Now, I'm assuming they're going to have kid friendly books that you'll be reading. Yeah. Not War and Peace. Yeah, it'd be um, selections appropriate for their age level or reading level. And, uh, yeah, some of the things included are reading logs to track and rate favorite books, uh, the Scholastic Summer Reading Buzz's Read and Dream Sweepstakes, the Buzz Garden Game where you read books, earn seeds, and grow your garden, um, download, downloadable Flip for Reading Game, an origami reading game that gets kids talking about reading in a fun, cool new way, and a whole bunch of other stuff. We have links to that. On the site. Julie's shaking her head like... Because no one had to dangle a Disney vacation in front of me to get me to read. Which, I don't... My mom read to us when we were small. But you're exceptional. But you don't understand. Like, I would be in the library at the age of six years old, like, checking out all kinds of books. I kept a log. I had a notepad. I wrote down every book I ever read. Yes. Until I was in high school. My goal was to try to read every book in my town's library, which is not that big. It's about but, the size of this round table. It's like one room. <laughs> but you know, nowadays, I mean, when kids are out of school, it, it just really gives them more time to play video games. So this kind of some them schools away from though the video games to make have them read. A, um, a program through the school. I know my little sister does, where you have to read a certain number of books or like a certain book through the summer, and like right. do a report on it or whatever. Right. I think it's great. I yeah, think see, kids I've, should read more for see, sure. I was one of those kids where yeah, I'm not going to read nothing. Summer. I'm going to the beach. Right. You know, I live five blocks from the ocean. <laughs> I got in trouble for reading my books and not doing my real homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too much, too much. All right, so that's it for me, uh, Walter. I'll let you go next. There are some new room-only annual pass holder discounts that were recently added to the site. Code FJY is good for travel from now to August second, and code FKH is good for travel from August second. To September twenty seventh. I'm I'm trying to think. You know, it's not that often that they're putting out this many discounts because they've got a number of them out there right now through the summer. Uh, and I, I'm really wondering what their third and fourth quarter numbers are going to look like when all is said and done. Um, if they're if they're you know all summer long, you can get a discount. You can get a room only annual pass discount for the summer. I mean, and we had them we had them in March and April as well. So. That's no, Julie. I'm just my, my hands are going. No, no, I saw, I saw a fly. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, and when you did that, it looked like it came out of your hand. There is a fly. I saw. He's catching him and letting him go. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> I moved my hand in one direction, and then Julie followed, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just motioning. 
just doing jazz hands as I talk. But uh, yeah, those uh, those discounts are, are something else. I'm, I'm very 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 surprised they're doing it, but I'm glad. I mean, better deals for us. Yeah. So cool. Well, thank you very much, Walter. Do you I have, have a rapid fire? I do. Uh, the Velvet Sessions this month at Hard Rock is uh, Thursday night, this Thursday, and The Fix is playing. Oh, man. Wow. I want to see them. That was what the are they saying? I don't know band names sometimes. I like an indie rock band. I need a specific song. I don't know. <laughs> that was the first one we went to, The Fix. <gasps> you were there, that? too, Pete. We saw the fix. No, I thought no. we saw the guess who. No, the guess who yeah. was who we saw the yeah. first time. They were I'm talking like, about fix. We never went and saw. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'll tell you in a second one thing. I know. I know one of their songs really. Uh, I know one of their songs really well. One um, thing leads to another. One thing leads to another. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the song I was thinking of. Yeah. Just couldn't think of the name. Cool. That starts so, at uh, six thirty. Mission's $25 if you guys didn't know. And this is uh, Velvet Sessions is over at the Hard Rock Hotel uh, at Universal. And uh, this takes place. They do this every month, the last Thursday of every month. It's a really big uh, event for locals. Most of the people there are locals. So if you want something very different to do, it's a great time. Um, For the first hour and a half, I think, they serve uh, complimentary drinks. Uh, Not anything you want. They have a couple of drinks that are, are made just for the event. And they, you know, doing hors d'oeuvres most of the night, and then there's a, a cash bar. Just bring a lot of cash because that bar is expensive. A lot of people dress up for this too. I mean, not like suit and tie, but you know, not ni- nice, nice yeah. jeans, a button-up shirt. It's a, yeah. it's a nice crowd. It's a, it's a very, yeah, it's a more upscale crowd, and it's, it's a lot of fun. A lot of people like it. I, I love just it. Hope they scrub that place down since Brett Michaels was there. <laughs> <laughs> Was, He's funky. Wrong. He sold out though that night. <laughs> yeah, and the, what do they charge? I think fifty, like 50 bucks. Fifty yeah. bucks to see him. Ugh. It's amazing what people pay money for. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for that, Will. Mr. Martin. Um Regina added a list of the Disney arcades located on the on property, which is which is pretty cool, just in time for the rainy season. That's a it's a great thing to do. It's a re- great rainy day activity to do if it's storming. Take, are, take your kids to the uh, to the arcade. There are some really good arcades yeah. mm-hmm. on property too. I can, you can spend a lot of time in there. And they also have uh, several non-violent uh, arcade games, and each each one of the games is labeled, you know, the violent intensity, mild, realistic, non-violent. So it's kind of it's really cool for your for your young kids. They're usually color coded too, yep. like green, yep. red. So you can tell your kids, you know, go to the arcade. Don't play anything with a green sticker on it or whatever color the violent games are. Yeah, it's good. I like ski ball. Ski ball. I'm good at it. Are you? Mm-hmm. I'll let her I beat win. Corey every time. I'll let her win. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I grew up playing ski ball. I'm pretty good. Uh-oh. I'm pretty good. I grew up playing it almost every day in the summer. I smell a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> ski ball. Ski ball off. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thank you very much, Corey. <laughs> when in doubt, pull out. <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. No, you're not. You know, it's absolutely going into the 360. Um, what have you got, Mrs. Martin? I actually have something for California, our California listeners. Laguna Beach, they're having their Sawdust Art Festival and their Festival of the Arts, June 27th through August 31st of this year. 
Um, at the Sawdust Art Festival, you can see more than 200 Laguna Beach artists exhibit and sell their original artwork that includes jewelry, ceramics, and textiles. There will be demonstrations. You can attend complimentary art classes, and there will be children's art activities. There are three stages for entertainment cafes, and there's a saloon. Now, the Festival of the Arts has about 140 painters, sculptors, ceramicists, jewelers, photographers, and other artists that are on display and available for sale strictly on the festival grounds. Wow. So something I've for the Californians wanted, to do. Always wanted to see that. I oh, know. That sounds like It's got to be awesome. Actually, if uh, any of our California listeners would like to cover that for us and call in, uh, send me an email, and uh, I'll pick somebody to go do that. And send me a painting. Maybe SF Bay <laughs> Don will go down. <laughs> Well, anybody, any anybody who's uh, inclined to go, who knows anything about art and can speak to what they see intelligently. Well, I just remember he said he had family there, yeah. so he visits. So, yeah, cool. Because it looks like a, it looks like it's really cool. I would really love to see. I went to the website too. Yeah, it's really nice. So, well, that'll do it for rapid fire. All right, we're going to move on to our first segment today. Corey Martin has his uh, latest installment in his pool tour series. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when? The Martins do everything in series. (laughs) Well, today I'll um, talk a little bit about the moderate resort pools. Um, Caribbean Beach is not included in this one because their main pool is undergoing rehab, so that one will have to be done separately. So I'll talk about Coronado, Port Orleans French Quarter, and Port Orleans Riverside. So um, first thing, there is some general info the, um, all the pools are capped at 82 degrees on Walt Disney World uh, property, especially the resorts. Um, towels and life jackets are always available at the main pool areas, so are showers. Um, they're located in the restrooms. Children under 12 years old always have to be supervised by an adult. Diaper-aged children have to wear plastic swim pants or a swim diaper. No food, no drink, no glass, no animals at the pool area, so they say. I've, I've seen plenty of people have drinks and food at the pool, so that's not really a, a big deal. A lot of people don't follow it. Now, Coronado Springs Resort, um, the main pool area over, over there is called the Dig Site. It's themed around um, a present-day archaeological dig of a lost Mayan kingdom. It's themed very well. Everything in it this, is. It's a really nice pool. Yeah. It, in my opinion, it's the nicest pool area out of all of the, the moderate resorts. Too bad. Too bad it's at Coronado, though. Right, that's the thing. It has the largest pool, has the largest slide. Themed very well. Everything is um, very square and block-like. The pool's shaped like a like a Tetris piece. None of the pools are curvy. Um, they're all square and block-like. The, there's a 50-foot Mayan pyramid, which um, is the focal point of the entire resort. It's called the Pyramid of the Sun. It's built on a huge pile of compacted dirt, um, and there's a waterfall flowing down the front of it. It resembles what you would see at uh, at Mexico in Epcot. It right. looks like that. I mean, you can see it from everywhere. Now, the future pool here is 272,000 gallons. It's the largest of all the moderate resorts. And it's really? Called, yeah. And it's called the Lost City of Cibola. There's the Twisting Jaguar Slide. This is the longest slide out of all the moderate resorts. It's 123 linear feet. I, I, just, I have to ask the question, why would you build... The biggest pool, and put it at Coronado. Why not? Why not at the resorts that have I don't know kids? Yeah, yeah. it's something I else. I mean, that entire pool area is great. Um, the maximum depth of the pool here is five feet. There is a water feature that spits water into the pool. It's actually a Mayan stella, which um, is similar to what a Native American totem pole 
so that kind of spits water into the pool on one side and the other side is a shower uh, the kiddie pool is uh, rectangular shaped they have fountains shooting out the the floor of it a lot of the kids play around in that I think the water's about I don't know three inches six inches it's it's not much yeah, at all it's like a foot or less yeah. it's, a, it's a kiddie pool yeah. kiddie pool but They're, it's not a zero entry. It's, no, it's a step it's, down. No, it's a step down. Well, speaking of kiddie pools, Walter loved, loves your little uh, kiddie pool in your backyard. Yeah. He, wants, <laughs> he wants to get one. You giggled at it, I and now it. you want no, one. No, I liked it the whole time I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, as soon as he got back from your house. Oh, I love that idea. Julie likes to lay out in our backyard, but she was complaining how hot it was, so I went to Walmart and got one of he those. He bought me a pool. <laughs> one of those little kiddie pools that you just... It's, it's like nice three size. feet deep and it's 12 decent. feet it's like, yeah, in yeah, diameter. 12 by three. It's, it's perfect, it's perfect for her to float in. It's 12 feet? Um, in diameter. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's big. pretty big. Yeah. yeah. It's 12 feet it's around. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking like it's one of like the no. little inflatable <laughs> blow-up, the plastic. Oh, no. It, just, it uh, is a blow-up. Like it has a ring around it that you inflate, and as the pool fills, the ring rises, and it's just... It's got a ladder and everything. Yeah, yeah. it was like $100, came with a ladder, pump. a little pump. Has a pump. Wow. Yeah. He even bought a little net and a little vacuum for it. And I'm constantly netting bugs out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what did yeah. I get myself into? Right. <laughs> oh. Pools in Florida, trust me. He's oh. my pool boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you make him, what do you, make, make him wear a G-string? <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Corey. No, he just takes his shirt off. <laughs> Dance for me, Corey. He cleans it in a thong or something. No, I'm, I'm envisioning... Uh, uh, Heck is area in the birdcage. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. That's hilarious. King Rings hard. Burn the money. Well, speaking of kids, there's a kid's playground here at Coronado. Um, it's, it's a really nice kid's playground. Children must be 45 inches tall and two to six years old to, to play in this area. There's a sandy dig site. Um, there are swings. One thing I like about the swings, it's like old school um, playground swings. They conform. Yeah. There's a, um, there are slides. There's a jungle gym and the entire kids area. Near the jungle gym is a kid-friendly turf where you kids can fall and they won't hurt themselves. The pool area has a sand volleyball court. There's a, a pool bar and grill. There's the iguana arcade. This is what I'm talking about, really, why this whole pool area is very awesome. nice. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. It also has the largest hot tub on Walt Disney World property. Well, so you can fit even more children into it? <laughs> Usually, yeah. Now, in addition to the main pool, there are three sub-pools located throughout the resort. Um, towels are not available here, but you can bring your towel from your room. Ask your housekeeper for more if you need them. There's the Cabana's Village Pool. There's the Rancho's Village Pool. And there's the Casita's Village Pool. Now, at the Casita's Village Pool, there's also the health club here. And the tanning beds and the beauty salon and the massages. So if you're located in this area, you really have a lot of a lot of access to some. some I thought it was the best quiet pool. I really like that pool. What mm. up? How late do they stay open? That's the first thing I think of. You know, they say twelve o'clock, eleven o'clock, but you all night. I well, mean, it depends. Some different ho- some are even strict. on Disney property. Different hotels have different rules. They all they all usually close around ten p.m. Right. Some hotels. As long as you're quiet and not being stupid, uh, they'll let you. They'll let you swim later than that. Obviously, with no lifeguard. But some of them security like, will come, come down. Like over at the Grand Californian, I mean, at ten o'clock, they locked they up. locked those gates. You could hmm. not get in there. I tried. I tried, and the security guard came up and said the pool's closed for the evening. Huh. So they they didn't play. So yeah, I mean, it, it does vary depending on on the resort. Each general manager kind of determines 
you know how how uh, firm those rules are, are are enforced. Right. But what they will do, they'll they'll put a net on the slide at the top and right. bottom, so you can't use the slide once yeah. the lifeguards leave. But I've heard from multiple people that you can use these pools that they've had no issues yeah, getting in there yeah. late at night. That's pretty much for Coronado Springs. Um, nice pool, not a lot of shady areas at the main pool. Moving on to Port Orleans French Quarter, the, the main pool, the only pool here, it's called the Doubloon Pool. It's 225,000 gallons, and it's once again, it's the only pool there. It's New Orleans, Mardi Gras style. There's a sea serpent water slide here. It's blue, teal, pink. It's... It's pretty, it looks, it's pretty bright. Yeah, it looks like it's throwing up children. <laughs> children, like, slide down its tongue. You know, the, this slide is very deceiving. It looks massive. It looks like a massive water slide, but the slide itself is only 51 linear feet. So you actually slide down the serpent's tongue, and it's so everything's bright here, kind of resembling a Mardi Gras float. Now, throughout this whole pool area, you'll see large statues of an alligator band members playing multiple instruments, there's one holding an umbrella. The umbrella is actually the, the, the shower. <laughs> shoots out water. Now, do, you, do you have musical alligators in Louisiana? Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all down Bourbon Street. You'd be amazed what people turn into after a few hand grenades and hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> now, walking into the pool area, the main, um, the main entrance, there's a large Mardi Gras jester with the balloons embedded in the concrete around them. This is actually an exact replica of one that stands in the central business district of New Orleans on Canal Street near the ferry boat leading to old Algiers. It was weird that um, mm-hmm. we were watching, what were we watching, House Hunters or something? Mm-hmm. We were watching House Hunters. Somebody was looking for a house. In old Algiers. In old Algiers. And they were showing little shots from, uh, from New Orleans. And they showed this jester. I'm like, whoa, that's the same one that's at Port Orleans. So I Googled it and I found it. And I'm like... There it is. He it's investigated. A, I investigated, and I pulled up the two photos side by side. There are little color differences in the, in the outfit, but it's the same exact thing. But same. it's authentic. So it's authentic. The um, the surf and slide, like a, like again, it's fifty one linear square feet. You slide on the tongue. Um, the serpent is known as Scale. That's his name. The catch pool at the bottom is three and a half feet deep. The maximum depth of the pool is four feet six inches. There's a large clamshell water feature here. Most of the Disney pools have water features, shooting water into the right. pool. A lot of the kids love that. They usually huddle around that area and have a blast. Adults do. So that shoots water into the pool. There are three musical alligators underneath that. There are coin-operated lockers here. They're a dollar to rent them. They're located near the restrooms. The kiddie pool, there is no water feature here, just, just a standard kiddie pool. There's a kid's playground, three slides, two climb areas. The hot tub here... Which I really like. The mm-hmm. hot tub, it's, it's close by the pool, but it's not really attached to the pool area. It's set back away from it. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's set like a New Orleans courtyard. And it's, it's very, very lush. It's not real sunny. It's there, more shady. Yeah, there were crepe myrtles around there, magnolia trees. Vines. It's actually hidden. I mean, if you don't know where it is, you may not find it. Yeah. You have to ask. Good. Usually, like, my hot tub's empty, you know? Yeah, you know, hard to find on uh, secluded. <laughs> what you mean with no water? No, be <laughs> 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 <They> dry. <laughs> Wouldn't be a hot tub then, would it? Be a dry tub. <laughs> you know, I usually go around these pools and take photos for the review, but the hot tubs are always are always iffy. You know, right. you don't want to go up to the hot tub. There are like five people in there, and I'm <laughs> taking a photo of them. <laughs> yeah, like what is this guy doing? <laughs> You know, so oh, strike a pose. <laughs> so you might come on, Vogue for me. <laughs> so you're not going to see hot tub photos in the photo gallery. 
And there's a bar here. It's called Mardi Gras that's located near the main pool area. Um, even though there is only one pool at the Port Orleans French Quarter, you can use the pool at Port Orleans Riverside. You can use any of the pools there. The main pool at Port Orleans Riverside is Old Man Island. There are five quiet pools located throughout the resort. Old Man Island, it's, it's old-fashioned. It's 158,000-gallon swimming hole. The walkways are imprinted with various plants. Um, it's, really, it's really nice and shady over there. It's very um, it's comfortable. The, uh, the pool slide is large. It's rustic. It's fashioned after an old sawmill. The length of the slide is 95 linear feet, which is bigger. I mean, you look at this slide and you look at the one at French Quarter, you would think the one at French Quarter was larger, but it's not. Uh, the catch pool is three and a half feet deep. The maximum depth of the pool is five feet. There are shooting water features located throughout the entire pool area. There's one hot tub here. There's a kiddie pool. There's a kid's playground. Again, they have kid-friendly turf. Um, looks like mulch, keeping with the whole theme. Uh, the Muddy Rivers Pool Bar It's open from 11.30 a.m. to dusk, weather permitting. Now, there are sub-pools. The Alligator Bayou has three pools. Magnolia Bend has two pools. Now, these are all considered quiet pools. The maximum depth here, Alligator Bayou, is six feet. The maximum depth at Magnolia Bend is five feet. Uh, towels are not available at the sub-pools. I think that goes with all the Disney resorts. Mm-hmm. Towels are not, aren't going to be available at the sub-pools. But there they are, do have towel return bins. And they have laundry facilities, too. So that's basically the moderate resort pools in a nutshell. Cool. Very good. Yeah. A lot of information there. You know, you didn't think, you know, it really, honestly, you know, on the surface, a segment about pools, you think, oh, how much could there be to talk about? But you've actually, you did a really good job with this. Well, it's hot, and you're going to be in the pools a lot. <laughs> pools are a big deal. <laughs> no, but yeah. you're doing a lot of research. There's a lot of good information there, stuff I didn't know. I mean, he's got the linear feet of the slides down. I love that. Well, you need to find out which one's larger, right? <laughs> I just went ahead and added some new Bob sound effects. To the 360. I believe in naps. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 I can also take a nap with my eyes open. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that memo. <laughs> That's great. I was looking for that. I went, had to go really searching back for, you know. And he said it so often. He said, you know, I missed the memo so uh-huh. often. I had, listen, I had listened to like four or five shows before I came across one where he said it. You know, it's funny. I didn't know that um, the hot tub at Coronado Springs was the largest hot tub on property. I was going through Bob's notes when he stayed at Coronado. And on the last page, he had on there largest hot tub on Walt Disney World property. So I trust that Bob was right. Yeah, he was usually pretty yeah. good with that <laughs> yeah. stuff. He, he usually got that stuff right. Yeah. So that's where I found that. He probably had a tape measure and a yardstick <laughs> to measure the depth <laughs> and all around. Yeah. Now, cool. Well, thank you very much for that, Corey. We are actually going to uh, go ahead and, and play a, a phone call we recorded earlier with uh, John and Kevin, who are on vacation this week, they're on the Royal Caribbean. Which which ship did they say they were on? The Freedom? Liberty. The Liberty. The largest. Liberty of the Seas. Liberty of the Seas. It's a very patriotic theme, Royal Liberty. Caribbean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, you know, they have freedom, liberty, independence. 
Well, they have. Uh, well, yeah. Well, we'll let uh, John and Kevin tell it. And uh, you got to listen to Kevin's uh, oh, sauna story, steam room story. Very funny. So here are John. Here's our conversation earlier with John and Kevin. All right, on the phone with us right now, John Magi, who is in St. Martin on a Royal Caribbean cruise. How are you, John? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's everybody there? Excellent. Excellent. Jealous. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Sorry. So, uh, na- it's na- only sunny and beautiful here. Don't be too jealous. Yeah, <laughs> now, um, so you're in St. Martin right now. What have you been doing? We are in St. Martin. We got off the ship today to do a little bit of shopping. Um, I don't know when was the last time anyone's been to St. Martin. It's been about two years for us, and we almost didn't recognize the port. It's absolutely gorgeous. They've uh, built a whole little shopping area. As soon as you get off the boat, mm-hmm. you don't even have to take the tender over. And even if you do take the tender over, they've improved the whole shopping district. It's really, really nice here. Well, it needed a lot of work. It did. It needed a lot of work. It still does. It's all under construction. It'll take many years to finish. But well, they're still they're still cleaning up St. Martin from a hurricane like ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, they're not exactly on the ball with that stuff. We were in uh, we were in San Juan yesterday, and we took the island tour. And the woman said, "And over here is such and such hotel, and this was destroyed in 1988 with Hurricane George, or whatever she said." And the thing was, you know, like had three bricks in it. <laughs> oh, they never <laughs> rebuilt. <laughs> Expect to be done next year. No, you don't. <laughs> so um, now, uh, which uh, which ship are you on? We are on the Liberty of the Seas. This is uh, currently Royal Caribbean's largest class of ship. Wow. Cool. And how's your stateroom? Our stateroom is really, really nice. We have what's considered a superior balcony room. It's a little bit bigger. It's the biggest of all the balcony staterooms. Um, really nice. It's just an excellent stateroom. Nice big balcony. We're enjoying it. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing that you're enjoying the uh, casino? Enjoying the casino very much. Did we you bring had, your cat? Uh, no, I didn't bring the cat. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, it's I right think here. the cat is still there. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had two very, very good nights. Um, we like to play a game called Let It Ride with three-card bonus, and I hit four of a kind. You do so well on Let It Ride. It's amazing. Yep. And we met some nice people. You know how it is. You meet the same people over and over again at the gaming tables, and everybody's really, really nice. All the other compulsive gamblers. I'm sorry? I said all the other compulsive gamblers. (laughs) Exactly. You mean you're actually socializing? I'm sorry? You mean you're actually socializing with other people? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not socializing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm staring down into my drink <laughs> Pretending I don't speak English <laughs> um, You know how it is You know, Everyone's on the ship And you sort of see the same people over and over again So it's a huge ship um, it's, it's gigantic We've been on the other uh, We've been on the Freedom Which is the other one of the same class So we kind of know our way around but you could easily get lost on this ship. Yeah, that's, uh, those ships are massive. How's the food? The food has actually been very good. Um, on this particular ship, they have the promenade, the promenade, which is through the, the very middle of the ship. And in this class, they have two different, almost sidewalk cafe type of restaurants. One's a little coffee shop with sandwiches, but the other is Sorrento's. 
and Sorrento's has pizza, but they also have constantly an antipasto selection. Mm. Olives, uh, sun-dried tomatoes, mini quiches. So what we do is we do a progressive meal. We start down there and eat each one of those places, and then we go up to the uh, buffet and eat. So. And where is Kevin right now? Kevin's right behind me. We're sitting on a bench. He's looking around. He has a story to tell you that I wanted him to share with you. Okay, put him on. Okay, it's a sauna story. Oh. <laughs> it's G-rated, trust me. Okay. Hello? Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Pete, how are you? Doing good, doing good. So I understand you have a story to tell us. When I go on a cruise ship, I enjoy using the steam room. It's something we don't have at home, and I don't go to places that have them. So I enjoy going in and sweating for a while and jumping in the pool. The other day, I was uh, in the steam room. It was very quiet. It was just me and a man from Japan who I don't believe spoke English. I, you know, when you're in a small room like that, you kind of say hello. You sat on him, didn't you? <laughs> no. No, these are big places. Um and it was just he and I, and it was very quiet in there. They were playing this sort of low-key disco music. And this gentleman walked in who was probably four feet tall and 300 pounds. Now, believe me, I'm not making fun of anybody's size or shape. <laughs> trust me. My size and shape is odd enough. I'm not casting aspersions. However, he was buck naked <laughs> oh, no. and proceeded to take... He had a little bag with him, and he took out shaving cream and a razor. No. And he lathered his entire body. No. And <laughs> shaved everything from his eyebrows down. Oh, my God. Now, he's four feet tall and 300 pounds. Oh, my God. I think I'm going... I was mesmerized. <laughs> and I... You I finally run? made contact with eye contact with the man from Japan who just, his eyes were as wide as busters, and he looks at me, and we looked at him, and he looked back at me, and he just sort of shrugged his shoulders. And the two of us sat there not knowing what to do. And this man, he not only did it once, he went back and did everything again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is he like an exhibitionist? or just... <laughs> Do these people just find you? I, I don't know. I don't know. And I sat there thinking... Please, someone else come in. Please, someone else come in. Someone speak my language. Because I, and this man just didn't even make eye contact with us, but he shaved everything. Wow. So I was telling them at, this, at the, um, the, the letter ride table, and I said, if this man walks through the casino, I'm going to have to leave because you're all going to know exactly who he is. So we haven't seen him since. Well, the guy with no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> he kept his eyebrows and his hair. That was it. Oh, no. Everything else got shaved, and he had to do Everything. it. In the, and he had to do it in the sauna. Yeah, in the steam room. In the steam room. That, that makes no sense. I've seen it done before. Right down to the tips of his toes. Oh, oh and, my! I mean, I mean he ev- was scraping everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Like his 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 delicates. Everything. My it's mental picture. Oh. Oh my God! So he was lifting and. His whole man is scraping. Let me put it this way. Other than his, the hair on his head and his eyebrows. He, oh, and the part of his back that he couldn't reach. <laughs> Kevin, you should have offered to help. Get a little landing strip I, back there. 
Sounds like you guys are having a great time. We are. We're having a very good time. Oh, that's very good. good time. I'm shocked at St. Martin. It, it looks it's so much nicer. Um, 
St. Martin was looking a little ratty after a couple of those last storms. And it's really there. You can see where they're working diligently to make it a tourist attraction again. I'm proud of them. That's good. That's good. Well, you, I hope you guys have a uh, have a great cruise and enjoy yourself and win some more money in the uh, uh, in the casino to pay to, to pay for this I phone call. Some more money. I have to win some money. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the word "more" out. I haven't won any. So your, John's your, been winning. Your luck will change. I promise. I'm hoping. We're all jealous. Um, have a great time. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll you again. All right, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, and we are going to move on. Mrs. Martin has the latest installment in her wedding series. This week she is telling us about weddings on board the Disney Cruise Line. Yes. Um, I want to preface this by saying there's not as much information on the cruise collection as there are on the others, like the Couture, the Escape. Um, and I can't remember the other one. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer. Got, the trailer park. Got two of the four, right. So um, I did have an offer from some listeners to help and to share with their experience. By the time I decided I was going to do this, I did email them, but I didn't get a response yet. So if they do share any more information with me that I don't share with you guys today, I will do a housekeeping or report on it somehow. Now, this is the ultimate romantic adventure in Disney's opinion and mine. It's a truly unique way to start your new life as husband and wife or as partners. Um, You can invite up to eight guests to be a part of your special celebration. So it is a very intimate ceremony and reception. Um, Hey, maybe if you meet some people on board, you can invite them too. (laughs) Let me me just ask, is there there a reason that you came across why it's only limited to eight? Did not state a reason why. Wow. But it's up to eight guests. Interesting. Um, You have a choice of two different locations for your ceremony. You can have an onboard ceremony or a castaway ceremony. Now, with both of these ceremonies, you get an on-site wedding coordinator, the wedding ceremony officiant, a solo pianist for the ceremony, a choice of fresh flower bouquet and boutonniere for the bride and groom. They will steam the bride's dress, which I thought was a nice addition because packing it or, you know, in a suitcase or even if it's being transported in a bag, it's going to need to be steamed. Oh, absolutely. The cake and champagne reception will have a two-tiered wedding cake, a keepsake topper, and one bottle of champagne for the toast. And this says it pours approximately eight glasses. I've never seen a bottle of champagne that poured eight glasses. Never. That's a Disney pour. <laughs> it's a really big bottle. If it's yeah, eight you get a shot of champagne, basically. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, um, they also give you a special wedding gift and a Disney Cruise Line wedding certificate, which I think is really neat. A one hundred dollar onboard stateroom credit for the bride and groom only. You can use this on merchandise on board, spa treatments, shore excursions, or other activities. Or to buy some more champagne. Maybe like wine tastings, or sometimes they have the little martini parties. They also have beer tasting if that's what the groom is into. And then they also get dinner for two at Paolo on the night of the wedding for the bride and groom only. Oh, nice. The only difference between the two is that if you choose the on-board ceremony, obviously you'll be on board. (laughs) Really? (laughs) And then if you choose Castaway, your ceremony will be held on Castaway Key. Let's move on. Uh, Your floral styles. The bouquet styles, they come with a matching boutonniere, obviously. You can choose from a solid French rose bouquet. It'll be a red, ivory, or pink and ivory. There's also the mixed hand-tied bouquet, which is colorful with soft greenery, so you get more colors if that's more your thing. 
Then there's the tropical bouquet that's tied with palm leaves, which sounded really cool to me, and it looks really pretty on the site. And then they also have a calla lily bouquet. It comes in white, burgundy, or orange. So you're limited on the first and last choice, but the calla lily bouquet is wrapped in satin with pearl pins, which I love. I have pearl pins in my bouquet. <laughs> She's such a girl. Oh, yeah. She's so girly. That's they good. do have some enhancements that they offer. Now, corsages for moms, grandmothers, uh, whoever, boutonnieres, and bridesmaid bouquets are an additional cost. Uh, it starts at $25 for a wrist corsage, and then it goes up to 125 for a bridesmaid bouquet. So factor that in. Wow. Wow, that's good. That's- Expensive for a yeah. bouquet. Okay, it's Disney. And also, yeah. I forgot to say this at first, but I could not find anywhere where it gave me like a standard price, like a starting price for this wedding. So I'm assuming it probably depends on, you know, the price of the cruise, what stateroom you choose, and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, you'd have to get a quote from your Disney um, wedding coordinator. Moving on to entertainment, like I said, a pianist will play throughout the ceremony and reception. You get to choose the ambiance by selecting the genre and songs that suit your personal taste. You can choose from classical, Disney favorites, or they'll do a mix of the two. They offer suggested songs. No, the- no Inagata de Vida? <laughs> no. Okay. They do have suggested songs for the prelude and the seating of your guests, and then the processional, the recessional, and for the reception and first dance. And obviously, most of these songs are Disney songs, um, such as um, Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. or um, Once Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty. All very nice songs that they have for you to choose from. But it's, it was a long list, so I figured I'd let people read that themselves. Yeah, really. <laughs> Now, the photography packages are an enhancement. You can choose to have a professional photographer document all of the magic of your ceremony. Or you can, um, the wedding planner obviously will have to go over these with you. They gave me no quote, no um, prices on these packages. Really? Didn't tell me what the packages entailed. Nothing. You have to talk to your wedding planner about that and what kind of available packages they have. Hmm. Why? Are these state secrets? I don't know. This was the only one where I could not find all the information I got on the previous segments. Wow. And I go to the same place to get my information. It's at the official Disney wedding site. Hmm. So it's it's a little harder to get the information on this one. Now, they also offer cosmetology services, which is another enhancement. An enhancement just means additional cost to you. You can treat yourself like a princess on the day of your wedding. The Vista Spa and Salon offers a variety of treatments, and for details on the available services that you can receive, go to DisneyCruiseLine.com. The dining includes your cake and champagne, as I mentioned before. Non-alcoholic beverages are available at an additional cost. The cake, you get to choose your flavor. It's either chocolate, yellow, marble, or white. No almond here. That was the only change. Hmm. And I love almond-flavored cake. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I like almonds. And then your filling flavors changed a little bit. Chocolate mousse, white chocolate mousse, strawberry mousse, Bavarian cream, or buttercream. The last two sound really good. I'll take Bavarian <laughs> cream for 100, Alex. <laughs> and then your champagne, you will receive one bottle. And like I said, it serves approximately eight people. Now, you can upgrade to a premium bottle at an additional cost. Your premium champagnes that you can choose from. There's another magic bottle that uh, serves eight people. <laughs> Now, several Pierre 
Jouet. That is one <laughs> that you can choose from. Perrier Jouet. And then there's Moet and Chandon, White Star, uh, Krug Grand Brut, or Moet Chandon Dom Perignon. Now, these are priced from $30 all the way up to $160. Let me guess. The, the Dom is the 160 no, the Dom is not the 160 Really? The 160 is the Krug. Really? Mm-hmm. And see, I thought the same thing when I was looking through them to see which one was. The, I was the like, Dom oh, that'll be the one. most expensive. But it wasn't. Hmm. Wow. I was surprised. Now, I do want to let you know. All the enhancements that you choose, in addition to your standard cruise wedding package, will be billed 30 days prior to your departure. So all that does have to be paid in advance. It's not like you're going to get a bill at the end of your cruise. Right. So um, that's it for the information that I could find on the cruise line weddings. I think, in my opinion so far, that's the wedding that I would choose if I had a Disney wedding. I think getting married on the cruise ship or on Castaway sounds absolutely wonderful. Being someone who'll never get married, <laughs> I will have to live vicariously through the rest of them. <laughs> I would have thought it would have given you some idea of where it started. Notice how he just <clears throat> veers right off of that. <laughs> no, and see, most of the other packages did. This one does not give you any sort of um, starting price. But now I got an email from Deb Silhan. Now, she's our friend from New Jersey, who we've met uh, at the meet for Bob. And then she gave me some tips for the bride, which I wanted to go over briefly. Um, Number one says, don't wear foundation or moisturizer with an SPF on the day of your pictures. It creates a moon face in the photos, meaning you'll have shadows, like, you know, dark spots. Number two, stay away from liquid foundation in Florida. It's just too warm and you'll shine. A light powder foundation gives better coverage and it won't shine in your photos. These are all really great tips that Those she gave, great by the tips, way. Yeah. Um, number three, don't apply moisturizer directly after a shower. It'll make your eyes puffy. If you do have puffy eyes, really, this is gross. <laughs> Preparation H hemorrhoidal cooling gel yeah. with vitamin E and aloe will take that right away. I've heard that, yeah. Um, beauty queens do that. They also use it on their thighs for the bikini competition. Preparation H? Mm-hmm. Really? Isn't that crazy? It's freakish. Um, (laughs) You have hemorrhoids on your thighs. (laughs) If you have a sunburn, again, the Preparation H hemorrhoidal cooling gel with vitamin E and aloe can help. Now, before leaving for Walt Disney World, it says have your hair and makeup done by your favorite hairdresser. Take a digital picture of your hairstyle, front and back, and your makeup. That way you can bring the photo to your Walt Disney World stylist. And that way they can copy it. You're not trying to explain or hand motion, you know, wow, miming. Wow, good tips. <laughs> They're really good tips. She says this saves time and you'll be sure to get your hair done the way you want. Um, I want to thank her for sharing these tips with That's us. That's great, Deb. Yes, it was very it was very nice. And she did send this. It was directly to me, to my personal email. Um, so it's not part of the email show. But I wanted to mention those. Thought they were great, especially since we're right in the middle of the heat. I know there are people probably getting married in the next several months. Yeah. So some good information there. And we'll put actually. Paul, can we put that list up on the site? Those tips. Sure. Sure. That's uh, some great information. Great information. But that's all for the cruise line. Great. Well, thank you very much, Julie. All right, that is going to do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Just reminding everyone that. Uh, our shows now go up. Uh, our discussion show now goes up on Wednesday. Our email shows go up on Thursday. And uh, this week we will be having uh, adding a uh, an extra show. Our call-in show will go up on Friday. 
So from all of us here at the Diz Unplugged, we hope you enjoyed the show. And we will be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. You have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening.